Hello everybody and welcome to the Shambles United podcast. This is your host Pranav Shahani and today I am joined by Karan Adwani who is also going to be hosting this episode as we will be talking about Jadon Sancho. Now for a lot of Premier League fans we've been only reading about Jadon Sancho in the news and haven't really watched too much of him. Obviously, at the Euros, he he started uh, England's uh, uh, quarter-final against uh, against Ukraine, and uh, he put in a good show. But apart from that, you know, we've just seen him in the Champions League and a few games of the Bundesliga on TV. So we thought that for you know today's episode, we sh- we'll get in touch with a German expert. So just later in this podcast, you'll be hearing from Thomas Johnson, who has been a lifelong Bundesliga fan. In fact, he's been. supporting dortmund for the longest time so he he can probably give us a better insight into the kind of player he is and what he'll bring to united but you know the jaden sancho transfer saga is something that has been rumbling on since last summer and uh, i know you karan adwani have been uh, you know following it from from the tea, from the moment there was an interest to to there being bids knocked out to there being personal terms agreed to there being you know a lot of twists and turns so what have you made of this entire jaden sancho saga and eventually when we signed him For say seventy-two or seventy-three million pounds, do you think that we've got a good uh, price for him, or do you think we've still overpaid for him, despite you know the price coming down from last summer? Well, for starters, I feel it's been really exhausting to go through the highs and lows of this entire saga because it's it's been very well documented that United and Sancho have been in talks for the past couple of years now, and uh, if I'm not wrong, United scouted. Sancho in 2017 before the uh, under 17 World Cup, and uh, they were always really keen on signing him and getting him to the club. So it's it's really positive. It's really refreshing that we get to see a player with his talent, with his output, and more most importantly, his creativity from the right, which we've been lacking. So yeah, it's it's been really amazing to get this deal over the line. and uh, speaking of uh, what i think about the fee i feel it's a bit of shrewd business it's something that we haven't been really good at over the past decade or so and uh, i feel we could have potentially ended up paying 120 million last summer but credit to ole credit to woodward in a sense to stick to their guns and be particular about the transfer fee and not do the deal last summer and uh, at the end of the day it didn't really impact us because i highly doubt that even with the likes of sancho coming in we would have beaten city to the league so for us to get top four without signing sancho and now getting it getting the deal done for almost 40 million lesser it's remarkable business and uh, what kind of an impact do you think he's going to have on the team because he can play on the left he can play on the right he's previously played as a number 10 too so what do you think his best position for us is going to be obviously most of us think it's going to be on the right but do you see ole maybe using him on the left maybe playing greenwood on the right uh, for certain games or maybe playing him down the middle with you know two with, with sort of two number 10s uh, with bruno on one end and sancho on the other like you know maybe a christmas tree formation what what sort of you know position do you see sancho play for united Well, we've seen Ole be really free in terms of how the players in the front four are switching in and around games. Because we've seen Bruno playing on the left, on the right. We've seen Pogba doing it. We've seen the likes of Martial, Rashford, Greenwood, and Dan James uh, 
really switch it around in it having a player like sancho is really beneficial to the way we play because we've been one of the worst teams in the premier league when it comes to our creativity and our productivity from the right so to get sancho predominantly as a right winger is what i believe is going to happen but having said that i feel sancho is someone who you you get a different version of sancho on the left and a different version of sancho on the right because he's way more direct on the left he backs himself to get the ball inside cut into the right and finish it into the top corner like full fifa style uh, from the left and on on the right he happens to take players on more and put in a creative uh, get into a creative role so i feel sancho is going to be starting most games on the right but He he is going to be switching with the likes of Rashford and Martial and Greenwood uh, throughout the course of the season. Absolutely, and another thing about him is that he's a pretty uh, clinical finisher because he's out been outperforming his xG for the last three seasons. And even though this past season his numbers have uh, you know reduced, but it's that's probably because uh, Dortmund are more uh, focused on you know giving the ball to Allen and getting goals from him. But I think. that he still proven himself to be a really clinical finisher and i think it might take him a few months to you know get used to life in the premier league but i think once he's set in he's, he's he could be he could be an early contender for player of the season too he's going to give bruno that kind of competition because he comes with that kind of attitude of you know winning winning mentality and he's also a really good creative player he can give you the numbers so i'm really i'm really looking forward to him even i think he's going to mainly play on the right but i do think in certain games he could be playing on the left because you know rashford could miss a few games through injury at the start of the season so maybe ole might start sancho on the left and greenwood on the right so it you know it depends it remains to be seen and i think uh, you know now is the perfect time to uh, welcome our, our guest to the show so i think let's take let him take it over from here so hi tom thank thanks for joining us you know it's been a long time coming and jaden sancho has finally joined manchester united after one year of uh, you know negotiations and backs and forth and everything so what do you think about uh, firstly the impact that kind of sale will have on borussia dortmund because he's obviously a pivotal part of the way that team plays so how do you see that affecting uh, borussia dortmund in the coming years i mean it would definitely affect them um i think most dortmund fans have uh made their peace with losing jaden sancho this summer um i know for myself i thought there was a very good chance he would leave last summer so to get an extra year out of jaden um watch him develop a little bit more a bit more as a leader as well um along with the likes sort of bringing in the likes of jude bellingham and erling haaland um it felt like he took an extra step this season he struggled at first but he clawed that back and by the end of the campaign he was superb at times um so it's definitely going to affect us uh with Dortmund we've got a new coach coming in Marco Rosa from uh, previously at Borussia Mönchengladbach so it'll be interesting to see next season what we do um there's some talk about us moving to a 4-4-2 um so losing Jaden is going to hurt the team definitely but we could uh, see a new Dortmund it, it'll be a new a new era a new system um obviously Holland is the next big name that we expect to leave in the next year or so um so it's an interesting time for dortmund uh, and and for all of dortmund fans um to to see what they do with with the team now that jaden has has moved on 
Hey Tom, uh, this is Karan here. Hi Karan. Uh, yeah. So uh, I just wanted to ask you, like we've seen how Jaden is so versatile with the way he plays on the left, on the right, who has the ability to play as a false nine uh, from time to time. Uh, how how do you feel is his game different, like from him playing on the right to as compared to Sancho on the left? Like how different is his game? So what do you think? So I think it is a. Uh, uh... There's a really big thing. His, sister, his actual style of play is very similar on both sides. He's not someone who uh, is going to ping the ball down the line and try and beat a man but through pace. He uses his technique a lot more in his uh, intelligence. There's one really big thing that, um, that Jaden thrives off of, and that's an attacking fullback. Um, so with Dortmund, we first saw it when we had Akraf Hakimi, um, on the right and Jaden playing right wing for most of Akraf's time at, um, at Dortmund and those two linked up really well because Hakimi would either go down the down the uh, down the line um, allowing Jaden to come into a bit more central position and either play a through ball to him or pass it down to him to make a cross or play a one-two sort of thing um, and then we sort of saw it a little bit with um Matteo Moray, who uh, was in and out of the team, he's a young right back for Dortmund, who uh, he took over from Thomas Moynier at some point, and he's a bit more attacking than Moynier. So uh, Jaden linked up quite well with him at times. It was a very young uh, partnership on that right side. And then before the end of the season, uh, he played a lot more on the left. So in that sort of like those last couple of months uh, as Dortmund were fighting to get back into the Champions League places. Um, Jaden was playing a lot more on the left where he was able to link up with Rafael Guerrero um, really, really well, um, who's a very, very attacking left back, uh, almost a left wing back at, at like most of the time. Um, so I think with his move to Man United, it'll be very, very interesting to see where he fits in that system because obviously there is the, the space, the, the free available space for him in that team right now, as it's been set up, is probably on the right side. Um, but I would not worry, but in, I'd be intrigued to see how he would link up with Aaron Wambasaka, who I'm sure you guys feel is, uh, or at least I feel, is a bit more of a defensive right back. Um, he's very, very solid at that part of his role, um, but he definitely has some sort of uh, room to progress going forward. Um, whereas if you put him on the left side, sort of say, uh, I think he could link up with Luke Shaw really, really well. Um, but yeah, it'd be a bit, be very interesting. But his his technique is is what stands out the most. Um, that's that's his biggest quality, and and he just uses that all, all across the pitch. Um, I've I've heard arguments in the past from from coaches that uh, say he could develop into a number ten. He he takes that time on the ball and that uses his intelligence um, rather than some wingers who would like to beat a man with pace and, and deliver a ball in sort of thing. Um, Jaden really appreciates sort of time on the ball uh, to be able to, to work his magic. Absolutely. And it's reported that £72 million is the fee that United will be paying Dortmund. So do you think, which team do you think has got the better end of the bargain? And do you think... Uh, Sancho will hit the ground running in the Premier League or will he take a couple of months to adapt to... Obviously, it's similar to the Bundesliga, but it's obviously a more competitive and a more tricky league. Yeah, um, I think the deal is actually pretty fair. Um, and I'm there's a part of me that's quite glad that Jaden hasn't gone for a world record or a Premier League record fee sort of thing, or that have that 
over 100 million tag attached to his name i feel because of the deal that is a uh, is pretty good for both parties i think um dormant obviously need the finances uh in in with the current situation of the past sort of year and a half and the loss of uh, ticket holders over that time um so and united have got their deal they they held out for it okay obviously circumstances changed and stuff but they 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 held firm and they got a good deal in the end um but yeah i think i think both teams will do well i'd be really interested to see where dortmund take like use if they can use any of that money there's already been sort of young players that uh, that, that they're after um but for jaden i i i'm always sort of i never like to rush a player uh, or like expect too much from them too soon um that's just personally I always like to give my like any like team that I support give them a year to bed in sort of thing but obviously for that price you are expecting them to um hit the ground running a bit bit more um I definitely think he can uh I definitely think there's a good chance if he gets in to pre-season a bit early um obviously with the Euros and England going to the final that might be a bit difficult um but I think I think that we've seen that um Solskjaer, I don't think he's going to rush him into the first game if he doesn't think that he's ready. And I think that's not a bad thing when you've got someone like, like Mason Greenwood or like Dan James and stuff like they've been capable, if not, they're not the level that uh, Jaden Sancho is at right now, but they'd be capable to hold the, hold the fort until Jaden's ready. Yeah, indeed. Like uh, One of the things that I was really curious about, like, We've been going through this Jaden Sancho saga for well over a year, or potentially two years, ever since Ole's gotten into the club. Uh, I just wanted to ask you, like, at, at the end of the last summer window, we saw that Jaden definitely he did not get his dream move. He, he didn't get to move to Manchester United. But how much do you feel he's matured like, since that setback? Because it, it shouldn't be very easy for a young player to stay away from home when he has a really good opportunity to move up in the next step of his career. How much do you think he's matured over the past past 12 months? And uh, do you feel that the previous 12 months and that experience is going to help him transition into the Premier League a lot quicker? Yeah, I think I think he's matured massively. Um, uh, I, there was definitely that period at the start of the season where you could see that he was maybe a bit um, not upset but uh, a bit annoyed that he hadn't got that move um, I think he had been expecting it throughout the previous sort of season as well um, but I think he he bounced back after sort of the first couple of months of the season really well showed how mature he was he he took for example Jude Bellingham completely under his wing um, and I think the signing of Jude Bellingham actually sort of almost helped him like sort of move on from not moving last summer um, because he had that young English player that he could see himself in in how he's moved to Germany in the, as a, at a young age um, for the benefit of his, for his progress. Um, so Jaden really, really matured very well last season, uh, like even sort of with Erling Haaland, like you could see those two, like they looked, they were having fun at times, but Jaden especially at the end of the season when when things weren't going particularly well for Dortmund he 
he took it on himself and he came when he was he he put the team on his back for quite a few of those last games um when it when Dortmund were battling to get back into the Champions League um so I think that would hold him in really good stead I think he's a very level-headed person um I know I've, I've read in the past that he would also he would go back to uh, England quite a lot so living in Germany throughout the pandemic when he couldn't fly back to uh, England on the weekend couldn't go back to London or anything um definitely affected him so I think he has he's had to mature quite a lot over the past sort of 18 months obviously not getting his move um having to go back to Dortmund and fight uh for like the Champions League at the end of the season and and he took that challenge on um and was and was superb so I definitely think there's there's a lot more to come from Jaden Sancho I don't think he's gonna be what another uh flop at Man United or like a big name signing who doesn't work out well I think he's he's got the he's got his head screwed on he's he's definitely gonna nail down and uh, become a excellent player for you and you mentioned that you know he's gotten uh, mature over the last 12 months but you know purely purely from a numbers perspective uh, you know last season he had 17 goals and 16 assists and this season he's just had eight goals and 11 assists so do you what has been the reason for a decline in his numbers is it been that he's not been as consistent or is it just been generally the team not gelling well together yeah i would largely say that the team um the team changing uh under lucien favre like they were a very attacking team but very defensively susceptible um so whilst they attacked really well and a lot of it went through jaden when things didn't go very well there was a lot of struggle um and i don't read too much into those those numbers last season because uh, when he was in form at the end of the season he was he was superb but there was a, a, a i think a three a three game stretch where he was getting a goal and a, a assist a game um in in proper like clutch moments like where Dortmund needed him to to step up he he did that so and i think he'd been excelling for those numbers uh he, i know he'd i'd previously looked into it a year or so ago he'd been ex- exceeding his like xg and xa for every one of those seasons up to that point so a, a little bit of natural regression in the stats is is expected um and i think goals wise you look that the team funneled goals through erling holland's last season especially and obviously they had only had six months together before that so um a def- and there was a couple of spates of injuries there was the early season uh sort of not not playing to his potential so yeah i i there was no point last season where I was worried that Jaden wouldn't come out at the end of the season without at least having a solid sort of spell, um, and and he and he did so. Um, so overall, those those numbers wouldn't wouldn't worry me. Yeah, that's really good to hear. But uh, like one of the things that I've been doing over the past couple of weeks, especially since we've gotten close to the deal and eventually ended up sealing the deal. is that i've been reading a lot about how sancho approaches the big games and how he really changes the way he has to adapt because we we've seen borussia dortmund play on the counter against the likes of bayern or maybe borussia mönchengladbach in those tricky encounters so we we noticed a similar pattern at united where we tend to go down the route of maybe taking on man city or chelsea on the break and do those quick transitions 
how how different is Sancho's game in those big games? Like, do you feel it really changes the way he adapts with his defensive contribution, or is it more or less the same thing? It's it's interesting because the the big games is one is one thing that I still want to see some more of Sancho in, um, sort of like step up in because there's this what it's been one sort of spot that the games against Bayern Munich he's not had a particularly good record um, playing for Dortmund against Bayern Munich um, a couple of years ago he got sort of taken off around half time sort of thing, um, and he's and he's not put his his output there, but then okay. Dortmund have struggled against Bayern Munich generally over the past few years. Um, he's fed a bit, a little bit better against uh, RB Leipzig um, and teams like Borussia Mönchengladbach and, uh, and that um, sort of thing. But it is one thing that I would definitely like to see a bit more of him um, in those big, big games. And I think we will uh, with his move to Man United and obviously with the Premier League, I think you have a few more of those bigger teams where there's a bit more crunch battle games. Um, it's interesting with Jaden because on the counter, he like he's not slow by any means. Like he's definitely got some pace about him, but he's he's not what I would put up there as one of the fastest players around, sort of thing. Like he's no he's no Kylian Mbappe. He's not going to kick the ball and run after it and out out chase a lot of a lot of people, but he. He uses his timing on the ball really well. Um, I remember being at a game against uh, Wolfsburg a couple of seasons ago, um, and it was quite near the end of the game, sort of thing. And he sort of took the ball from about the halfway line, quite near, quite near the end of the game. So Wolf, uh, they were pressing the opposition team were pressing for a goal, and Jaden exploited the space that was left there um, on the counter attack to to make it two 0 and, and and finish the game off. So definitely a part to his game um I'd definitely be interested in seeing how it fits in with the likes of say Marcus Rashford who is is that sort of player who wants to get what wants to be on the counter-attack and go but he'd be on the line of defenders and stuff and I could very much see Jaden Sandro picking out like picking him out on that sort of counter-attacking run um so it's, def it's definitely something that I'd be interested in seeing um yeah yeah, that's really interesting to know. Like, it's going to be really interesting to see how he's going to be coping with the physicality of the league and how Premier League football works in general. Uh, so, like, having said that, you, you mentioned how Jaden Sancho is probably not as better suited to countering as much as Marcus Rashford or maybe a Dan James who likes to run into space. Mm -hmm. So, like, going into the, like the complete opposite, like. Do you feel Jaden Sancho's technical ability in close spaces gives him that extra spark in maybe finding these runners? Like we, we've seen the likes of Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba find Marcus Ashford and Dan James and Mason Greenwood in these big games when they have space to run into. Do you feel Jaden Sancho is going to be one of the runners or is he going to be one of the players who would prefer playing the ball over the top to these runners? Like what do you think? Yeah, I think I think he's more the person who's going to be playing those balls than than the runner um, as such. I think we've we've seen a lot of him at Dortmund as as the player who will take the ball and want someone to be running in behind the defense as 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 it worked so well with Erling Haaland at times who wanted to make that that run um, or when he when he had one of the 
like when he was teaming up with Akraf Hakimi on the right, he was he was controlling the game, um, taking the time and then like waiting and finding the run. Or if it's Marco Royce coming on on the left, he he waited. Um, he's not great. I, I would be surprised if he's going to be one of those consistent runners um, in the type of Rashford or James. Um, I would see him much more as someone like Fernandes or Pogba who's going to uh, take their time on the ball or they're going to pause the ball and ping the ball ping the ball to the runners um that's definitely more his game than what I've than than him running on running behind defenses or anything um but his technique his close control his passing ability is is very very good so he does it well it's it, it's a good good option to have um and I mean having players like Rashford and and Dan James and Mason Greenwoods who we should hopefully see a massive step up with this season if he's not having to sort of be relied on to be that that right wing option. Um, it, I think they could definitely exploit defenses with those those in behind and Jaden passing them uh, passing the balls through to them. And you know, before we sign off, I just wanted to ask you, uh, how do you see Sancho faring in terms of his goals and assists this season? Like, if I was to ask you to make a prediction, what are the numbers you'd say, and where do you see United finish at the end of the season? Cool. Uh, I'd probably say. Around sort of six, seven goals, maybe nine, ten assists. I reckon. Um, I think that would be a very sort of solid first season for Jaden. Um, I don't expect him to start f- first week sort of thing. Uh, I think it would take a couple of weeks because of the Euros and everything. Um, so I think that I think that output would be a solid first season. Um, I've I've seen enough from him in the past that he could completely outseed those. Uh, exceed those numbers but we've seen a lot of Bundesliga players go over to uh, the Premier League in the past few years and uh, take some time to bet him with the pace and the power of the league such as Kai Havertz so it'd be interesting uh, definitely definitely interesting to see where he comes out at the end of the season um, Man United I think certainly they look nailed on for top four I would like to see them sign a central defensive midfielder um, and I think there's, they've got a, definitely a good chance of pushing on and challenging the likes of City and Liverpool for the title next season. Um, it'd be interesting to see what City do with their squad as well. Um, obviously, they've been linked with a couple of people, but no big names through the door as yet. Um, but I definitely think they can progress. And, and they've shown each year, um, even when I've doubted them in the past uh, and doubted Solskjaer, they've, they've shown progression each season pretty much under him. So, um, yeah, there's no there's no reason why, with Jaden's introduction, they can't press on next season and, and challenge for the title. Absolutely. I mean, thanks for your time. And we've learned a lot more about Jaden Sancho. So, hopefully, what you say comes true and he really kicks on another great season for us. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a Man United fan, but I will be uh, watching Jaden and, and hoping he does all the best as, as a Dortmund fan. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all right. Cheers, mate. Lovely. Thanks, Bruno. Cheers. Nice Cheers. having you. Thanks, Karan. Cheers, bye. Cheers, bye-bye.